This podcast contains discussion about adult topics. Use your judgment if there are little ears around. Hello and welcome to Doing It. This is a podcast from the Family Planning Victoria education team. We've called our podcast Doing It because it's something that students often ask how to do it and parents and carers often ask how to do it as in having really important conversations about sex and sexuality with their young people. My name is Anne and I'm one of the Family Planning Victoria School's educators. In our first series of episodes we're discussing puberty. We're going to talk through some of the changes and explain how we discuss puberty in class. In this episode we're going to talk about sperm production. Sperm production is one of those things that start happening in puberty. If a person is born with testicles, then they are likely to get bigger at the start of puberty, along with the penis. This is in preparation for making sperm. Sperm production will start sometime during puberty. If ejaculation happens and that sticky white liquid comes out of the penis, called semen, it's assumed that sperm production has started and will keep happening through that person's life. The only way of really knowing if there's sperm in that liquid is by either trying to have a baby or getting the semen tested. When we talk about sperm production in this podcast, we're going to talk about what is typical for boys and men. It's important to say at the start that not every man produces sperm and some transgender women do. Intersex bodies can be different also. So this information might not be relevant for all. I'll be talking to Family Planning Victoria educator Rail about all those typical boy changes to do with erections, sperm production, and also wet dreams. I'm going to just ask Rail questions that students usually ask in class. So Rail, thank you for talking to me. Pleasure. (laughs) My first question, which is a really common one, is what is an erection? Well, an erection's the penis filling up with blood and becoming hard and stiff and standing up away from the body. That's yep, what it is. That's what it is. And what makes an erection happen? Well, erections happen throughout a male's life, so it can happen to babies, uh, it happens to boys, teenagers, uh, men. And we don't know exactly why they happen in children, but during puberty, it's the body practicing. It's usually the surge of hormones that occurs Mm -hmm. during puberty. They can come from sexy thoughts. They can come from no thoughts at all. Kind of the body's practicing erections. Uh, They also occur at night time. So I've heard those night ones are kind of a man's body checking that his heart is working yeah, I've heard that as well. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that as well. And so it's kind of a body check and it's a really normal body response. Absolutely. And it happens that um, boys are starting to produce semen and oh, sperm and the body can emit that at night time. Mm. There may be a bit of a build-up. Um, and they can be accompanied from sexy dreams or dreams about maths tests or yep. no dreams at all. <laughs> so they will wake up uh, having had... Uh, a nighttime emission or a nocturnal emission and a little bit of semen will have come out with an ejaculate. There's been no stimulation of the penis. Mm. It just uh, occurs. Um, and then teenagers just have erections for appear- apparently no reason. No reason. And sometimes boys worry that if th- those two things always go together, that an erection happens and sperm will always come out, and that's not true. No. I mean, outside of nocturnal emissions or wet dreams, the penis needs to be stimulated, needs Mm. to be rubbed. 
Do you, have you heard any words that young people would use for erections? What do they use in class? I think we might have all heard them, but stiffy, hard on, um, boner. Boner, that's the most common one. And I've, I've heard young people ask, is there a bone? No, I think it's probably because it might feel like there's a bone yeah. there, but there's definitely no bone or it wouldn't be um, bendy when they're yeah. not stiff. So. <laughs> that's right. Okay, next question. Mm-hmm. What is sperm? Sperm's a male sex cell, so that's what's required, the other half of what's required to make a baby. So the female produces an egg and the male produces a sperm and that when they get together, mm-hmm. you have the start of a... Uh, an embryo leading to a baby. Mm-hmm. And in picture books, often sperm are characterised like a little animal, like a little tadpole with yeah. eyes and glasses, smiley face. Smiley face. Yeah. And so young people often think it's a little animal. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It's actually the smallest cell in the human body mm. to then go and meet the biggest cell in the human body. But it carries the DNA and the chromosomes. Mm. Uh, it doesn't need any eyes. Mm. Uh, it's got a long tail to help it swim. Absolutely. Yeah. But, um, and we might explain it like it's like a blood cell or a skin cell mm. or a hair cell. But um, it's an active cell. It's an active one mm. and we can't see it because it's too small. Absolutely, unless you've got a very powerful microscope. Mm. When uh, a boy starts puberty, mm. at some point he will start sperm production which is going to be sometime probably from 10 to 15 years old, somewhere in there. Um, When that happens, how many sperm does he start making? Just millions. Millions every day. (laughs) (laughs) Makes millions every day and billions throughout his life. And it doesn't stop. It's a 24-hour factory. Yep. So once it starts, it just keeps happening all the time. So... Does the sperm have to come out of his body? If he's making it all the time, does it have to come out? No, the body reabsorbs it while it's uh, still within the epididymis mm-hmm. of the... It rests on top of the testicles, which is a series of a whole lot of tubes. Um, that's where they mature, but if they aren't released, then they will just be reabsorbed into the body. Yep. So that's really interesting for young people to know that mm. it doesn't have to come out of his body. And no. we absorb cells in our body all the time. If sperm, if semen does come out of his body, can you see the sperm swimming around in it? Sperm makes its way up from the testicles and goes past the prostate and the seminal glands and it's there that it mixes with fluid that these glands have made and it's that semen that one sees when um, a male ejaculates. Uh, the ejaculate and then the sperm is within that that provides food for the sperm actually uh, for their journey but the sperm's just too small to be seen so Mm. it's in the in the fluid that's what and the fluid is a creamy white kind of color yep so you talked a little bit already about wet dreams and it's it might happen it might not might be from a dream might not be uh, but it's kind of the boy practicing for getting the sperm out of his body or the semen out of his body. Mm. So is it the same as peeing the bed? It's much smaller amount than peeing the bed. It's one teaspoon thereabouts, uh, half a teaspoon to a teaspoon. And they might not, it might not even, their pajamas might not even be wet by, yep. by the time they wake up. If it happens in the middle of the night, it might dry overnight. They might wake up with the orgasm that's accompanied with uh, a wet dream and that might wake them up, startle them, and they might choose to then change their pyjamas. It wouldn't generally get through to sheets, but uh, just a spare pair of pyjamas nearby that they, they can change into. And boys can then be encouraged to 
be hygienic, uh, clean themselves in the morning, um, put their pyjamas in the washing basket or put on a load of washing. So it is a good opportunity to talk about self-maintenance and developing uh, good household habits. And often when we talk about wet dreams in class and we've already talked about periods a bit, boys kind of think, well, is there anything like a pad that you can use for a wet dream? Because wet dreams aren't predictable mm. um, and they might some, not happen at they all. might not happen for some people they happen regularly for some people not at all some people will occasionally and the uh, amount of emissions not not enough to warrant yep. wearing anything or you're not protecting a whole bed it's just a small amount that gets onto some pajamas so it's not anything that the kids need to worry about and we try and reassure them with that that just their underwear or their pajamas is enough to contain what what comes yep. out so yep and do girls have wet dreams girls do have uh, wet dreams but they don't have a ejaculate like a male does so girls will still have um, sexy dreams or not have sexy dreams but their vagina will lubricate uh, at night time and I just read that the clitoris can um, stiffen and get excited up to eight times a night as well. So their right. bodies are obviously practicing in the same way the, the boys way. are. Yeah, but they might not notice at all. But the, the, because they don't have any emission, they're not yeah. going to notice it. So. Yeah. There's nothing you do with um, controlling wet dreams. It's not like you can try and dream about football or not think about sexy stuff before you sleep. There's no control over that. So Does it happen to grown-ups? It can happen to grown-ups. It probably happens a lot less frequently. And is it okay if a boy has a wet dream and semen goes on his pyjamas or on his bed, does he have to talk about that with his grown-up at home? It might explain the extra pyjamas that he's <laughs> going through. but is, And hopefully everyone has a good open relationship with their parents, but yes, some people will feel embarrassed about it. We would encourage that people learn to do their own washing and they can just hide the pyjamas amongst their normal uh, load of washing that they might put on at the weekend. Um, they don't have to, but... Yeah, so lots of boys want to keep it really private and some mm. are really happy to talk about it with a grown-up. Does that grown-up have to be a man if they if they do want to talk Absolutely about it? Absolutely not, no. I mean, if everyone through life finds some people that they feel comfortable talking to about certain topics and other people they feel more comfortable with other topics. So do grown-ups need to bring this up at home or how would, a, how would an adult talk about this with their young person? I think certainly it's beneficial if an adult lets a young person know that they know about wet dreams and that it's likely that their uh, son is going to have a wet dream and then that puts that child, that helps the child to relax in that they know that their parents know, they mm. can help them manage like supplier pyjamas, they, yep. they know that what's happened to them is normal, mm. that everyone's they, been through it. The main thing, thing we want to get across in a class is that there's nothing wrong with his body. So Absolutely. If it yeah. happened to a boy and he saw sperm on his, or semen on his yeah. pyjamas and he didn't know what it was, he might think he was really sick. Well, it could be something like yeah. that or thinking that he's wetting the bed and not mm. understand why. So mm. it's just important that parents let their kids know that they know what's happening, that it, it's going to happen and it um, everyone's been through it and that they're there to support them so I yep. think that's a really important message by having that conversation with the kids you're letting them know that you're open and available um, to support them through mm. what can they... be an embarrassing time or a difficult time and that embarrassment gets taken away if it's talked about embarrassment mm. well it hopefully it's at least reduced 
hopefully. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Raoul. Thank you. Pleasure. Awesome. Thanks, Raoul, and hopefully that was helpful for just a bit of insight into how we talk about sperm production and erections and wet dreams in a class. Here's a quick summary. It's a really good idea to talk about puberty and sperm production wet dreams before it's likely to happen. A boy might think there was something wrong if he didn't know about it. Teach children how to use the washing machine. Understand that erections are a normal body response. They don't only happen because of sexy ideas. Provide resources about puberty in preference to searching erections and wet dreams on the internet. Some resources to help this discussion along are Puberty Boy by Jeff Price, Secret Boys Business by Faye Angelo, Rose Stewart and Heather Pritchard, Amaze.org have a YouTube channel and they have a really great video that we use in class to explain wet dreams. For more information about Family Planning Victoria, you could go to our website, fpv.org.au. Also follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook uh, and subscribe to the podcast uh, so you don't miss out next time. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.